Hi, this is audio producer Scott Moore. This show contains disturbing content that many might find triggering. Please find full content warnings on our website. Welcome, my darling, to episode six of the Blood Curse Stories. It's just you and me today, subject. The hatchlings are doing their independent study today. I think they all needed some time to reflect upon the failings of their classmates. Anything less can have seemingly small effects that lead to total destruction of our livelihoods. I would say you could ask Natalie all about that, but she's dead. Her and almost all of the other blood crows from that terrible day... I made it out with Allison, the boss, and as many egg pods and hatchlings as I could load into the truck. This generation of hatchlings does not truly understand the challenges we face now. Perhaps Dolian Beret, feasting on Quinn right in front of them, gave them that needed perspective as to how serious we are about perfection. And so, it is just you and I today, subject. Let's have some fun. Eidolon Studios is putting out more disasters than films these days. Executive producer and boy wonder of Hollywood, Martin B. Donovan, found himself in the hospital last week. Official statements from Eidolon claimed that he had come down with a case of pneumonia. However, RBC's sources say that he suffered a mild heart attack and is still in critical condition this week. After the tragic death of Gary Connor, the studio isn't eager to face another substantial loss. And the loss would be substantial. Despite being one of the youngest executives in studio history, Mr. Donovan is almost single-handedly responsible for some of Eidolon's most successful films and stars. He selected the beloved Daydreams in Springtime script when most other studios had passed on it, and used it to turn Gary Connor into a global phenomenon. Yet his frail health has made his job more difficult in recent years, and the hits have been fewer and far between. With the loss of his latest project, An Untimely Love, the stress may be weighing on his... Yeah, now you see, they're still talking about you. Did you, uh, did you talk to Ullman? No. How did he get this? There are dozens of people working in this hospital, Donovan. We try to keep everything under wraps, but we can only do so much. Why'd you do it? Why'd I bring you to the hospital? Donovan, please, you're my right-hand man. You know I'd do anything for the... (laughs) No, no, why'd why'd you promote Richard? Oh... Donovan, you think that was about you? I swear I'd never do anything to undermine you. But after Gary, there was no saving your movie. I had to do something. We still could have used him, you know that. You wanted to finish your movie with a dead actor. Wouldn't be the first time we did it. What about Eli Taylor? That was very nearly a disaster. I'm sorry, but there was no saving your movie. Did you do it? Do what? Did you have Gary killed? Donovan, please. I know you're on a lot of painkillers right now, but I need you to Mm. think clearly. What would I have to gain by killing Gary? I don't know, but but I know you wouldn't have much to lose either. 
But this is my legacy, Montgomery. I made him. I, <coughs> I made half your stars. If their movies die, I die. Oh, my boy. Your legacy is more than just the stars you made. Look at what's happening. You're all the news has been talking about for a week. You're building your legend right now. The nameless executive who hired some actors. That's not much of a legacy. But the great Martin B. Donovan, who achieved more before he was 35 than most do in a lifetime, who went out in a blaze of glory. That is a story they'll tell forever. I haven't gone out yet. Yes, yes, of course you haven't. So you still have time to do even more. But I promise you, it's better this way. When can I come back to the studio? When you're ready. I'm ready now. You most certainly are not. I am! <coughs> Let me... Let me out of this bed. No, the doctor said you need another day of bed rest before you can leave. Well, what about the movie? Uh, don't worry, everything's going just fine. Professor Braverman, come take a look at this. <laughs> Please, call me Hank. <laughs> oh, of course, Professor Hank. But you really should come see this. Well, what is it, Julia? This ancient scroll, it has markings that don't show up on any of our other maps. According to this, there's an island about a thousand miles off the coast of Argentina. <laughs> Sweetheart, that can't be true. I'm sure you must have misread. Oh. How interesting. Well, if that's there, then this must be... You see? It must be there. Right, sweetheart? Well, I, uh, should have known better than to underestimate you. Looks like there's more to you than meets the eye. And there's plenty for the eye to see, too. Oh, well, you know, if the eye likes what it, um, sees, then maybe you should... I'm sorry, what the hell is going on in this scene? Cut! Darla? Do you need me to read your lines to you? No, I need you to read them. I mean, what is going on here? Are we poring over old maps or making out on them? <laughs> Why can't it be both? Uh, will you please save it for when the cameras are rolling? The cameras are still rolling. Don't! Look, I don't know what to tell you about the lines. Can we just try to shoot them as is? Then maybe we can try something else. Why are you even doing this? You're not the director. We're short-staffed. Richard put me in charge for a while. You've been in charge all week. I know we're in a rush, but are we ever going to get a real director? Just as soon as they find one. Whatever happened to, uh, what's his name? Hamilton. He hasn't worked here since... Well, since you did. Guzman? Busy on another project. What about, uh, Weissman? No, Weller. We haven't seen him since... Oh, um, he was working on the last movie we were making. I don't think they brought him back on. He might need some time. Oh, of, of course. I'm so terribly sorry. Oh, please, you hated the guy. Nonsense, I don't hate anyone. Guys, maybe we could- You told me all the time how much you couldn't stand him. But you know what? Gary's twice the actor you'll ever be. He is? 
Wouldn't it be more accurate to say he was? Oh, you piece of Hey, everyone! I, uh, I just got word from Richard. He said we should break for lunch early. And I think craft services is all set up, so go dig in! I swear if we weren't on a set... Oh, I know. But don't worry. We can always meet up later. Ugh. Hey, Jacob. You've been a real sport. Do you want anything? Uh, sure. Maybe a ham sandwich? Can do. Uh, hey. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. They're just a handful. Yeah, yeah, they sure are, but... Listen, it's kind of your job to deal with them, all right? You can't just let them get off track, and especially can't let them fight each other. That is your job as the director. Director isn't my job. Yeah, well, it is for now. Until Richard finds someone to take your place, you've got to do it. All right. I mean, what even happened there? I don't know. I just got shaken for a sec. Why? Okay. Did we ever find Weller? Weller? Yeah, remember? He didn't show up to set the day Gary... The day you went looking for him. In all the confusion... I didn't even think twice about where he went. I just assumed they didn't bring him back on for this project, but... What are you suggesting? I'm not suggesting anything. But after Gary, I wonder if Weller also got... Stop, all right? This is not the place to talk about this. Let's Let's just wrap up here, and then... Meet me in conference, I'll see you after work, okay? Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, Remy, right? Nice job diffusing the tension back there. Dollar's always been a bit of a wild one. But you ladies sure know how to take care of your own kind, huh? (laughs) What? (laughs) I was not taking care of her. I just actually... Hey, maybe when Jacob here gets sick of directing, you can take the chair. She can take it now, if that's the case. Did you get that sandwich, by the way? Hmm? Oh, yeah, got mine right here. Wasn't even a line. I'm all good, thanks. Are you fucking serious? Oh, God, I miss Gary already. You're joking. You must be. I am not, I swear. High school, behind the bleachers. Me and Jenny Franklin. It wasn't much. We just kissed a bit. It was awkward, and we weren't sure what to do, but yeah, that happened. Oh, oh no. I believe it happened. Well, then why did you say I must be joking? Because I can't believe that's the only time it ever happened. So, it's just been your husband and Jenny? Well, Richard and I fell in love pretty young. We got married shortly after high school, and we never talked about doing what what you and Remy do. And Jacob? Jacob? Are you and he... Oh, honey, I have no idea. That boy is something of a mess. But yes, he and I have dated. Or at least something I'd call dating. We've gone out, we've stayed in. But he's about as consistent as the work any of us get. Fortunately, I've got Remy for some consistency. We care for each other, and if that dumb boy ever gets his head on straight... He's welcome to come around. He hasn't... in a while, though. That's unfathomable. You both are so charming. If I were in his position... Oh? What would you do? 
Oh, well, I only meant if I weren't married and I knew someone as sweet as you, I wouldn't let the opportunity pass me by. But you are married. And... and your husband. He makes you happy? He... yes. He does. My husband is a good man and makes me very happy. Hmm... What? Nothing. It's just... it just sounds like something I said back when I was married. You were married? Oh my, yes. To an awful man. He didn't start that way, but... Complacency changes people. Once he and I had a home and a two-car garage and a routine, something changed. He got bitter. He wanted things his way. He never wanted to go out. But he always had to have the last word in. And the first. And every word in between. I tell you, I've never met someone so passive and ambitionless, demand so much control over everything and everyone in his life. That sounds awful. Well, it wasn't so bad. It meant when Remy came along, I knew just how special she was. She was charming. She was bold. She was kind to everyone. Just like you. Me? Yeah. What you did for Remy last week? Going to the funeral for her? That was... brave. I was just doing what anyone would do. But anyone didn't do it. You did. You're braver than you think, love. That's so sweet of you to say. I think I used to be braver when I was young. I used to go after things I wanted. I used to take risks and relish being close with the people that mattered to me. What changed? Complacency. Mm-hmm. Do you need another drink? That would be lovely, dear. Coming right up. Hey, Hannah. May needs another. Oh, I'm sure she's got a hands full with Remy. But she's a grown woman who can do what she wants. No, I mean she needs another drink. <laughs> I figured. Wait, what did you think I meant? Well, I think you meant the drink. But I don't think that's all May wants. Do you mean me? And what would you think of that? I don't really know. I love my husband. I know that for sure. But maybe I want more. I've always felt stifled at home, and May is delightful. Well, she surely is. Something tells me you've never talked to your husband about this. No, of course not. Good. Because the something that told me that was you. You remember you promised not to tell him about anyone that comes in here, right? I do, and I haven't. Very good. But I know that puts you in an uncomfortable position. I don't want you to have to hide your life from your husband. I know that doesn't end well. Don't tell me you were married, too. I was. But I had to hide a lot from my husband. Well, like the fact that I didn't love him. Or that I wasn't attracted to... people like him. You didn't love your husband? It was a different time, Sam. I think he knew on some level, but I finally got an opportunity to pursue someone I did want. And it was beautiful. For a time, I don't regret a single second of the time I spent with her. But I did regret lying to my husband. He found out? No, he died. Hannah, I'm so sorry. That's okay. He died before he ever found out how I hurt him. He never had to live with it. 
what I do. You've been nothing but kind to everyone I've ever seen here. I can't imagine you meant to hurt him. Oh, I didn't. And I'm sure you don't mean to hurt your husband either. I'm not planning to. <laughs> no one ever does, darling. But it happens quicker than you think it would. One minute you're just talking, the next... Your life has changed forever. Do yourself a favor and talk to your husband before you do anything, all right? Okay. Okay. I will. Ugh! I can't do this! Not another two months of this, fuck! Rough day on set. Christ! Gary, can you please knock or, I don't know, do whatever your version of knocking is? I was in here first. No, you... Whatever. Yes, it was a rough day. You haven't talked to anyone else, have you? No, I've been waiting to be called to set. I haven't heard anything from Wella all day. Do you know where he is? He's... no. Actually, I don't know where he is. That's a good question. I don't think you're going to be getting called to set anytime soon. Why? Are they shooting something else? You know my contract specifically says... Gary, I really don't want to have to tell you this, but... Yes, you're in love with me, I know. I've known for a while, darling. You're not the first one to catch feelings, but Oh I... my god, Gary, no! I'm not in love with you. You're dead, Gary. You died a week and a half ago. <laughs> Darla, you were always the funniest one on set, but a week and a half ago, I was... I was... No, no, the last thing I remember was being on set, but that was yesterday. So why does it feel like a lot longer than... It's time dilation, Gary. We were briefed on this at continuance. Sometimes, especially right after you die, time gets a little fuzzy. It's like a hangover. You know what those are like, right? Of course not. I've never been hungover in my life. I know how to hold my liquor. No, you don't. You've shown up to work hungover more than a few times. You don't handle your booze as well as you think you do. And apparently, you don't handle death well either. I, I, I don't... I don't understand. How could I... I'm not sure. You probably did something stupid on set, but I don't have time to figure it out. I got Barry to deal with. Barry? You're working with him again? Unfortunately, thanks to you. Thanks to me? If you hadn't gone and gotten yourself killed rehearsing that dumb balcony scene, he would never have had to come in. What? I, I wasn't rehearsing the balcony scene. Gary, you don't remember dying. How the hell would you know you weren't rehearsing that scene? Because we already shot it. What? We shot that a month ago. I wouldn't forget something like that. Don't you remember? To be honest, your speech is all blurred together. But... You're right. So why would the studio put out a statement saying that... Fuck. What? Now I really don't have time. Oh? Are you sure we can't make... time? Ugh! Gary, shut the hell up! Remy? You in here? Remy? Damn it. Hello? Is someone there? Remy, cut the shit. Where are you? Remy! What? Jesus! 
Where the fuck were you? I just got here. What's wrong? Did you hear that? Hear what? It was like... I don't know. Nothing, I guess. We can talk about it later. This place is creepy when no one's here. <laughs> yeah. It's like a... like a church. You know, that's what Richard called it. <laughs> he called Conference of C a church? No, just... The continuance meeting. He thought it was like going to church. (laughs) I mean, I guess I get how someone could think that. I'm not sure why he's been coming, and it's making me a little nervous, actually. Yeah, me too. You don't think he could be involved in whatever's been happening around here? I don't think so. I still think Donovan's more likely. I just can't piece together why. I mean, he hated Wella, and he hated Gary, but... I mean, well, he hated everyone else, too. It would make sense for him to kill anyone, especially with his movie on the line. True. But now I'm a little worried about Weller. I didn't think anything of it at the time, but he went missing right before Gary died. And you think he's dead? Either that, or he no-showed the day Gary died and got fired. Those are two very different things. And given how often he no-showed, it's a pretty big leap to think that he was killed too, especially if there's no body. I know... I know, I just... I don't want to ignore a possibility again. Not after you got hurt because I didn't listen. Thank you, Jacob. I mean, that means a lot to hear. Well, you were right the first time. But for now, this is our only lead. All we know is that Gary's dead. Except, maybe he's a ghost? Our best lame guess is that Donovan did it, but he's in the hospital. So, 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 finding Weller seems like the only thing we can do right now. Well, uh, maybe there's some clue in Donovan's office? He would have had Weller's contracts. If he was let go, then maybe there was some kind of paperwork or something. That's a good idea. Won't be a better time to snoop through his office than when he's in the hospital. (laughs) Yeah, but his office is next to Richard's. We can't be spotted. I don't think he's been in his office for a couple days. Really? What the hell has he been up to? Gosh, Mr. Montgomery! Does that mean I'll be a ghost someday? It just might, little Timmy. What can I do to become a good ghost? Just like we talked about, Timmy. Remember the three L's. Live. Live a good life of helping others. Love. Love yourself and give other people a reason for loving you, too. And legacy. Leave behind something that lasts longer than you. And then die, right? That's the important step. That's right, little Timmy. And then you die. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure that really answers my questions, Mr. Montgomery, sir. Was that Billy I saw, or wasn't it? Oh, it was. In fact, it was more him than the person you knew when he was alive. He was able to appear because of his connection to you. You've carried that torch for him ever since he died. That's what keeps him connected to our world. And you, you can talk to him. Can you talk to me? They're not much different than people who haven't died yet, Richard. You can talk to them, you can touch them, you can sleep with them. The only difference is that they don't have to be physical anymore. If they don't want to be seen, they don't have to. If they don't want to be locked in a room, they can just leave. 
Even when you're alive, your mind can go wherever it wants. It can wander, it can imagine. It's just your body that holds it down. Once you pass on, nothing's tying you down anymore. You're cut free. But you are still you. How do you know all this? Well, I've seen it. And so have you now. Not everyone is so lucky, but we know the truth. I guess so. But something still doesn't make sense, sir. If this is just how people are, why did Billy only show up for a minute? Why couldn't he stay with me, sir? Ah, well, that's that's a little more complicated. But listen, Richard, I like you. And no one's ever accelerated through our organization as fast as you. But I think there are some things that you're not ready for. What? No, I'm ready for it, sir. I can handle this. I can. I have to. And why is that? I haven't seen Billy in a long, long time. I need to say goodbye, sir. Goodbye? Richard, I'm afraid you're still not getting it. What do you mean? I mean, if we can get him back, then you don't have to say goodbye. But won't he be gone? I mean, he's dead, sir. Well, being dead isn't the inconvenience you might think it is. So, how do I get him back, sir? I told you, Richard, you're not quite ready. I want to be. For him. Well, there might be something we can do about that. But I'm going to need you to do exactly what I tell you. And you can't tell anyone about it. Do you understand, Richard? This isn't an easy road, and men like us, we have to walk it alone. Can you do that? Can you keep this from everyone? Yes, sir. Even from your wife? I can. Good, good. I swear, Donovan is the neatest man I know. Oh, yeah, gee willikers, he sure is swell. <laughs> no, no, I mean he's tidy. Even his pens are in alphabetical order. Well, that's good for us. Means this shouldn't take too terribly long. Yeah. You want to take his desk? I'll check the filing cabinet. Yeah, sure. Uh... So after we're done, you coming over tonight? Where? To our place. Well, it's been a while. Since what? Did you have something going on? <sighs> no, Jacob, I guess not. Oh. Hey, I have another question. Hmm? Yeah. When are you going to stop jerking May around? What? You've been blowing us off for weeks now. I thought that maybe it was because of Gary, but you were being cagey since before then. Is this really the time? It is the only time that you can't run from me. Hey, if you wanted to talk, I would have... No. No, Jacob, you wouldn't. And But now I want to know, why did you stop coming over? I've... been busy. Oh, come on, we've all been busy. We all work the same goddamn place. Look, if you... If you're just not interested anymore, that's fine. I like you, but... I. Get that sometimes things don't work out, but May adores you. She doesn't let a whole lot of people in. She flirts with everyone. Yes, you idiot. She flirts with everyone. But how many of those people do you think come home with us? I don't know. 
I've never really wanted to think about it. Yeah, well, it's none. Okay? Besides me. It's none but you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be distant. I just... I'm not sure what I want right now. <laughs> You're not sure you want to spend time with two fantastic women who care about you? No. I mean, yes, of course, I want that. And I care about you both. Probably more than you know. I just... I don't want to hurt anyone. And how exactly would you hurt us? If you knew everything about me... We already know a whole lot about you. Remy, there are things I've done. Like what, Jacob? Like... I, I, I don't know how to say it. I... Hank, wait, wait. Hold on. Are you kidding? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, but look at this. This is Willis' contract. For Untimely? <laughs> no. For the movie we're working on right now, Ancient Beasts of Turtle Island. That's what we're working on, right? Yeah. But that doesn't make any sense. We haven't had a director all week. And why the hell would they keep him on when he keeps no-showing? I don't know. But according to this, he's... Yeah, he... He's still on the payroll. His checks are still going into... Looks like looks like it's going to his wife? Is there an address? Uh, yeah, let me write it down. Um, <clears throat> yeah, maybe we can go talk to her. Good idea. Listen. Maybe I can come over this weekend. I could cook dinner for you both and... I don't know, just spend some time together. That'd be really nice, Jacob. They would mean a whole lot to me. Oh, fuck. Shit. You got the address? Yeah. Get it out of here, then. I'll put everything back and, and meet you at the cellar. Okay, hurry. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think that's it. Mr. Harrison? Uh, uh, hi, Mr. Donovan, you're, you're here. Uh, you're here. I, I thought you were in the hospital. I came back early. What were you doing in my office? Uh, welcome back. Thank you. Now what the hell were you doing in my office? I, I wasn't... Please, please tell me a lie. No, I wasn't going to... <laughs> you know what I think? What, what? I think you've been struggling, and you came to me for help. I think you came in to ask me for another reassessment. No, 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 no. I think that's very responsible of you, Jacob. Come on, we can do this right now. Uh, ow! Please, please, let me go. You're, you're hurting me. That's all right. You made a good decision coming no, to me. No, 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 please. Let me, let me go. I, I wasn't... The Bloodcurse Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season 4, Eidolon, is written by Eric Ravenscraft. Sound production by Scott Moore and Foley production by Zachary Vado and Nikki. Our cast includes David Benedict, Ellie Collins, Trevor Garner, Laura Hauser, Evan Ivey, Randy Mack, Judson Ragsdale, Eric Ravenscraft, Joe Ravenson, Tyler Sutherland, Emily Thomas, Amanda Van Heil, Daniel Van Heil, 
and Zachary Vado. The Blood Crow Stories is recorded at ARTC Studio with assistance from Atlanta Radio Theatre Company. You can find their own audio dramas at artc.org. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or the podcast app of your choice. Follow us on Twitter at TBCS Podcast, Facebook at facebook.com slash Stories, and Instagram at Stories. Learn more about our show at www.thebloodcrowstories.com. If you like what we do and want to support our show, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Stories. Thank you. Now rest, sweet subject.